Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It's very obvious that Dr. Anthony Fauci should not be allowed back on TV. Very obvious indeed. If you have not heard his interview on CNN with Jake Tapper, well, then you might not agree. Once you hear it, you'll understand. And it's not that I'm angry with Dr. Anthony Fauci. A lot of people are. This has been an ongoing conversation. Uh, Fauci is anti-Trump. Fauci's got an agenda. He's a Hillary supporter. I'm just listening to him for the medicine. I never really paid attention to much of anything else because, well, I never really pay attention to much of anything else from these people. It's like when the Pope tells me that capitalism is bad. That's adorable. Just just, just sit there uh, in this uh, country you own, surrounded by walls and all the trappings to which tithing has provided you, and then tell me about how me making a living is a problem. Not angry at the Pope. It's just that his view simply cannot be translated out into a proper worldview when it comes to the idea of how I make a living. If you tell me capitalism is bad, I'm going to smile and say, oh, how pretty. And a doctor tells me about how we have to shut down an economy, I'll say, oh, how pretty. Because doctors, while they may have an expertise, does not make them experts in all things. And this, this is where we have to be. In an understanding that without any anger whatsoever, we can engage these great conversations, these important conversations. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Now, there has been so much criminal insanity that has taken place over coronavirus. Maybe you've heard this audio. I think I have it bleeped uh, there, Producer Ari. If not, uh, finger on the dump button. This is a bus. This bus is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And a man on the bus wasn't wearing a mask. See, you have to wear a mask on a bus, says Philadelphia, because of coronavirus, but he wasn't wearing a mask. So they physically dragged him off the bus. Now, this video has come out, and now they're backing down on this, and they're saying you don't have to wear a mask. It's too late. Every cop associated with that needs to be fired, lose their pension, possibly go to jail. No, no, no. Get fired, lose their pension, and go to jail. Much better. Oh, oh, this this is not the today today's show is not the show where I'm all lovey dovey with police. Police have to ask themselves fundamental questions when they go out there. And one of them is, are they so willing to take away people's rights? Taking away people's rights is a big, big deal. This is a pastor in Greenville, Mississippi being told that he can't have church services by police. Yes, sir. I got I got I got a letter from my lawyer too. You want you want you want to read my letter from my lawyer? Okay, I'm good. I don't need I got that. I know. 
I know about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to get tickets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'd like to give you a formal warning. Yes, sir. And we'll allow the, if you do have members come, we will allow them to leave before they're cited. Yes, sir. If they decide not to is when they will be just. Yes, sir. So they have people going to church. If they, for some reason, want to stay and do a drive through service, they're going to get a ticket. You're going to get a ticket? You're going to ticket people for attending church? Are you out of your mind? Your stay-at-home orders don't suspend the First Amendment. Are we nuts? In Kansas, they think so. They actually got the Supreme Court to say yes. The governor of Kentucky, Andy Bashir, he wants to get dry, uh, license plate numbers. Let me take it back to what happened in Mississippi, because that was one police officer who was wearing a mask. It was maybe a little hard to hear. Then there's another officer, a uniformed officer, who says this to the pastor. Hey, I respect. Hey, I love authority. Well, you get a, a, a order from the governor. Yeah. You're, you're right. No. According on order from the governor, your rights are suspended. To which the pastor then says no and. Uh, doesn't do the best job of communicating the First Amendment and natural law and, and, and rights of American citizens. But no governor gets to suspend the First Amendment. None. Not interested in what they think, not interested in what they claim the authority they have. The answer is none. I find this, what has happened over Easter in many places, stunning. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. But it goes to this larger conversation of the experts. You can see the air quotes, right? You can feel them all around you. Versus us. The ones who make decisions. The ones who are really in charge. Not them, us. No governor is actually in charge. We're in charge. Always. No mayor is actually in charge. We're in charge. Always when we act it. Now to this... uh, comes the conversation of society and when does it open up this whole big conversation of when we need to open up society you heard me talk about this last week we need to open up society right now and i have been discussing how governors need to have a plan of action and i've spent a lot of hours thinking about this over the weekend and realized i've made a mistake because the truth is governors don't have to have any plan of action we do I've said that the citizens decide when we open up society. But there's no difference between the citizen deciding when we open up society and the citizen deciding how we open up society. Because in both cases, the citizen will decide. So what is the value of a governor coming up with a plan? Well, first we'll open this, and then we'll open this, and then we'll open this, and then we'll open this. No, 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 no. Boom, you open. And let the market do its work. The market figured out that if you open in the early morning hours to people who are the ages of 60 or older, because the people who are ages 60 or older, uh, they, they don't want to be around younger people. They, they, they don't want to have risk chances of being infected as much as others. And, and so you keep the place cleaner and do that for them. And markets did it everywhere. Then you saw Costco figuring out how to space people six feet apart. Now everybody does it. Everybody does it this way. 
All right, admittedly, my local Target did not. You could just walk right in. It was no big deal. But they had like four people at the front to give you carts and do things. And, and Costco spraying down the cart, which I think is now going to be a standard for forever. People are going to, they're going to have somebody spraying down and wiping down carts for you. You got to make you feel comfortable. Never mind, it's probably a really good idea. They had already had the wipes in many places. Now they're going to, I think they're going to have somebody doing it. They have somebody wiping down uh, the carts uh, for you. You tell governors it's time to open. And then the people will figure out whether or not they want to go out. People will decide if they want to go to the hair salon. If too many people in the hair salon, no, 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 I'll wait. Or maybe they won't go. Maybe they'll wait two weeks, three weeks, see how things kind of progress. Then they'll go. They'll stagger themselves. Same thing is true with restaurants. Same thing is true, true with construction, even though construction's already happening. But you talk about the, the home renovation business, the remodeling business, who's letting people in their house? These things will come back as people feel good and comfortable about bringing them back. No government agency can make this decision for the people. So why should we even consider the very idea that there should be somehow some staggering, some methodology, some central planning to opening it all up. It should open up right now in one shot. This brings us to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci was talking to Jake Tapper and talked about the idea of opening up the country. I agree. That's why I said a few moments ago, if you just say, okay, it's whatever, you know, May 1st, click, turn, turn the switch on. Obviously, if you do it in an all or none way, there's an extraordinary risk of there being a rebound. So in that respect, that model is correct. And that's why I mean, it is not an all or none. It's going to be something that you gradually and carefully in different parts of the country, in different ways, try to get back. I totally agree if that all of a sudden we decide, okay, it's May whatever, and we just turn the switch on, that could be a real problem. And everybody knows that. So it's going to be something different from that. It's going to be a concerted way to take a look and try it doing it appropriately, depending upon where you are in the country and what the nature of the outbreak is in that part of the country. And I'm sure you'll hear the same thing from the governors. Now, he's right that the state of Indiana, the state of Nebraska, the state of Oklahoma may have a different time frame in mind than the tri-state area. But he is not right in the idea of you can't flip a switch. The answer is actually, of course you can. Because the switch that you are flipping is not a million people walking into the restaurant at one time. That's what won't happen. The restaurants don't want that. Anybody who's ever run a restaurant knows you don't want a million people at one time. You want the nice steady stream day in and day out. You, the last thing you wanna be is the place that's just crowded on a Saturday. What about Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? You need those days. You got to create the constant stream. Maybe more restaurants go to reservations. Maybe they'll have a system for where you have to stand to wait for your reservation, spacing people out. You see, Dr. Fauci is an expert on infectious diseases. He's not an expert on society opening. 
Now, some people are going to say, how dare you? And I'm going to say, no, 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 no. How dare he think he's in charge? Nobody elected the man. I'm not angry with Dr. Fauci, but nobody elected him. Nobody said you're in charge. I never, ever saw him on a ballot. Which brings us to his commentary here about the idea of whether or not he uh, got pushback to wanting to shut down the country and engage social distancing for everybody regarding coronavirus. You know, Jake, again, it's the what would have, what could have. It's very difficult to go back and say that. I mean, obviously, you could logically say that if you had a process that was ongoing and you started mitigation earlier, you could have saved lives. Obviously, no one is going to deny that. But what goes into those kinds of decisions is, is complicated. But you're right. I mean, obviously, if we had right from the very beginning shut everything down, it may have been a little bit different. But there was a lot of pushback about shutting things down. Back then. Let's take a moment, shall we? You see, I have said just a moment ago, I'm not angry with Dr. Fauci, but he doesn't get to decide when things open up. He's a doctor, and I've decided to get a second opinion, but I'm talking about society, so I don't necessarily have to go to a doctor to see when I can open back up. A pretty rational position. But what he just said there, Well, that I am bothered with Dr. Fauci about. And that comment right there about pushback. But what goes into those kinds of decisions is is complicated. But you're right. I mean, obviously, if we had right from the very beginning shut everything down, it may have been a little bit different. But there was a lot of pushback about shutting things down back then. Pushback from whom? You see, it's that comment that makes me say he should have to stay off CNN and all television. I've got the story at TonyCats.com. He doesn't know that comments like that, taken just as the soundbite, not in the totality of his conversations, about not being people who look back, about not being people who second guess, about not making poor comparisons like the United States to South Korea, He said all this in the same interview, but that's not the part that you're going to take. It's going to be this part. That's what media is going to play with. He doesn't know that they're going to take his comments, rip them to pieces, and use them in unapologetic sound bites. They're going to be weaponized. He doesn't know this. Well, then he can't be allowed to be on TV because what pushback is he talking about? The problem here, is, uh, is that people are, are taking this, this part of a statement, but they're not asking whether or not the statement is legitimate. It was Dr. Fauci in January of 2020, writing in the New England Journal of Medicine that coronavirus was a severe strain of the flu. He was speaking on Newsmax TV saying Americans don't have to worry about coronavirus. The Surgeon General Jerome Adams said you don't have to wear a mask and then you should wear a mask. You had the New York Times and Vox all telling you not to worry about coronavirus until they decided that you had to worry about coronavirus and it was all Trump's fault. You have Nancy Pelosi in Chinatown in San Francisco telling people to come down, to, come on down in the end of February. Bill de Blasio telling people to go out and enjoy themselves do it to, in the same way. You have Joe Biden saying that it was wrong of Trump to shut down travel from China because he's a xenophobe only two months later to say Trump didn't act fast enough. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? 
what pushback was received in January or February when you were telling people and media were telling people everything's fine. Remain calm. All is well. Remain calm. All is well. So when he talks about pushback, can't we look back at your own notes and your own statements and just the very recent history, the very well-documented timeline to realize what a mistake you're making right there? We should be clear. You got it wrong, doctor. And I'm not even mad at you because things changed. Information changed. The lack of information we're getting from China changed. Learning that they lie changed. Seeing how this disease morphed changed. We discussed last week that everybody and their mother was talking about ventilators. The only thing that can help us now are ventilators. And then doctors started saying that they had a 50% mortality rate with people on ventilators. And now not everybody goes on a ventilator because they're learning more about this virus. Good. Let's go with that and then see what we learn so we can be better prepared the next time around. I'm not saying that we shouldn't look at our preparedness levels and see what we can do. But what are you going to do? Be prepared for everything? You're going to have 10 million masks in a stockpile, right? 10 million masks in a stockpile. Oh, but for this one, we needed 20. See, we didn't have enough masks. So now I'm supposed to have 20 million masks in a stockpile. Until the moment I need 40 million masks. You see that? Nobody can predict the future. When can we reopen? I'm not leaving that to a doctor. I'm not leaving that to Dr. Fauci or uh, the scarf-wearing Dr. Burks, who I really like. I'm not leaving that to my doctor, whom I love. That decision is society's decision, not a doctor's decision. Oh, you might open too early. Yes, you're absolutely right. That's something that could be said by anybody. It is a poor man's moment of moral superiority not a valuable conversation amongst adults about how you bring a society back online and society has to come back online dr fauci shouldn't be allowed to do tv interviews again sit in the oval office give president trump your expert opinion and stop doing interviews because you don't even understand what you're doing to yourself and you've made a statement that's simply not factual based on your own words I'll listen to you on infectious diseases, but nothing else, sir. That's said without anger. That's said in order to actually protect the society. I am the second opinion in that case. I'm Tony Katz. The times may be tough right now, but Kaplinger's Fresh Catch is making it easier on you to make great meals for your family. Kaplinger's is the freshest seafood market in central Indiana, and they're online at kaplingersfreshcatch.com. They're open for business. Everything you need in addition to that great seafood, ground beef, the bacon, the fresh fruits, they have all other cuts of meat as well. Paper goods, the cleaners that are so hard to find. Kaplinger's Fresh Catch online at kaplingersfreshcatch.com is your local market that lets you avoid the supermarkets. Keep it local, keep it fresh, keep it online, people. So wherever you are, you can get some. Kaplingersfreshcatch.com, Indianapolis, Lawrence, and Whitestown, and online. Did I mention online? Oh, yeah, they're online. Kaplingersfreshcatch.com. That's C-A-P-L-I-N-G-E-R-S, kaplingersfreshcatch.com.